following program is intended for mature audiences only. If you are under 21 or easily offended, get the fuck out of here. Over 120,000 downloads. Jesus Christ! Listeners from around the world. And now if it was like 15 inches, we'd be like, bring it on. (laughs) Captivating interviews. All around badass goddess, Miss Ginger Lynn Allen. Best introduction I've ever had. <laughs> and explicit content. Oh, that's in the. This is Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever the hell time you're listening to us. Welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois. I am JD, and I am here with my newly appointed hot mom of the group, <laughs> wife, <laughs> Carmen. Hey, love. Hi. How are you tonight? Good, how are you? I'm good. We did a mobile show last week, and you guys will hear some of that because we went to the hotel takeover. There, that sounds a little better. All my adjustments are all fucked up now. Oh, now I've got static coming in. Can you hear yeah, that? Yeah, I hear it. There. There. Fixed. <laughs> Except you're really loud. Now I am. Yeah, holy cow. I just... Boom. Okay. <laughs> I think we're getting her dialed back in. So That's a little better. Yeah. So how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am excellent. We did not talk about the hot mom of the group comment. No. <laughs> so I'm going to bring this up. A couple of weeks ago, we went to a wedding, and it was a kid who grew up with our son. Same grade, lived uh, just down the street from us. Our families you know, knew each other very well, still do, um, and they grew up together. So he invited us to his wedding, and one of the other kids in that group you know they had a group of guys they were all football players basketball baseball they all played every damn sport known to mankind together and i don't know what was there four or five of them maybe something like that well one of the other guys in the group he was there with his wife um and she somehow (laughs) it got back to carmen through our son that she deemed carmen that she is now the hot mom of the group (laughs) Like, whatever. <laughs> like, I'm getting shirts made. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Well, you got to admit, uh, you know, not only obvious physical changes in us over the last 10 years, well, five years, but even the. When you go to a vanilla event, you still exude a certain bounciness I, I don't know how to explain it I guess because you're not coming out you're not going to this wedding exuding sexuality because you're not right you were dressed very conservatively but you looked phenomenal but you just have that it it, it kind of changes your personality a little bit where you're engaging and you talk well you always talk to everybody anyway so, <laughs> right I don't know I don't know how to explain it I guess I don't know but it worked for you because you're now the hot mom of the group <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> Oh, guys, we are back from JR's Halloween Hotel Takeover. It was a great time, as always. We were there for the two-night event, pulled in on Friday night, left on Sunday. Um, This one's going to be a little different for you guys because you're used to listening to us talk about these events, and we're going to talk about this one, of course, and we're going to detail everything that we experienced. But I don't... We were talking about this before we came on the air. We weren't really in the right mindset to be going to a hotel takeover i don't think so we have got so much shit going on right now with the new happy fun times pad coming into play um you know we're closing on that place in in a few weeks we're trying to sell this place we're frantically packing and cleaning and fixing and (laughs) just getting everything ready and then we had to shift gears and drop it all and go to a hotel takeover. So, obviously, we planned the hotel takeover months before we ever even thought about buying a house. Right. Uh, so, it, it just kind of all happened. And we just, I don't know, we weren't in the right mindset to be sexy, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah. You know? It was just a different one for us. Yeah, it was very different. So, we got there Friday night about 5 o'clock or so. 
Yeah, somewhere around there. Somewhere around there. Stopped and got Jimmy John's. Yeah, bought some Jimmy John's for us and uh, our across-the-hall neighbors this time. They weren't next door. They were across the hall. <laughs> Lance and Laura, uh, who you're going to hear on the show in just a little bit here. But, uh, yeah, we just had some dinner with them and kind of wandered around a little bit and shot the shit with some people and, and didn't really meet anybody new until later in the night, right? Yeah, it was later. Yeah, so... Uh, we just kind of milled around. There wasn't uh, wasn't a whole lot going on right at uh, five five o'clock or so, and then the sh- shots, snacks, and social. I got to get that right. I still tr- struggle with it. That started about eight o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then the the hallway picked up, and of course we're on the fourth floor again. So that's the party floor, and uh, lots of people, lots of people milling around in the hallway. We kind of hung out in our room for a little bit. It pretty much. Most of the night we did, we went and wandered a couple times, but for the most part, we just hung in our room and people just kind of stopped in and sat down and chatted and met some really great new people. Yeah, we did. We met some awesome new couples, um, one of which I had been communicating with on SLS prior to the takeover, and this was their their virgin event. They had done literally nothing (laughs) in the lifestyle. Yeah. So I think they went to one meet and greet, um, and, and then they go to a hotel takeover. So I think they did okay. Um, I, I sensed some overwhelming moments for them, which understandable. Yeah, and they even said that they left, I don't know, Friday night at about 1030-ish because it was overwhelming for them. But they came back Saturday night for dinner, and all was well. Yeah, we saw them quite a bit on Saturday. I think they stuck around for quite a while because they were at dinner and then they came up to the fourth floor and and we saw them throughout the night a couple of different times. So I think they adjusted well. He did send a message to us um, on SLS and and thanked us for inviting inviting them into our room and letting them chill out and hang out for a little bit and kind of take that little... moment (laughs) which they needed so um yeah nice couple it was great to get to sit and talk to them also another couple who i had chatted with on sls but i didn't recognize them right away when they walked in the room you know because pictures online and then you meet somebody in person it's and you're meeting 20 people in person that night uh, but they sat and chatted for a little bit. They were really nice. They I were very enjoyed nice. talking to them. Yeah, and another listener bit. of the show, they popped in. and So you and I had this discussion. I don't know why, because we've been going to JR's takeovers for four years now. Something like that. And for whatever reason, this one, we had more people stop in and tell us how much they love the show than we ever have before. Yeah, I, I mean, it was just one right after another, it seemed like. They just kept popping in. Yeah, and congratulating us on the new house. and Yeah. And it was great. <laughs> it was awesome. It was fantastic. So thank you guys for all, all of you who stopped in and said hi. We really appreciate that. You know, we sit here and talk to microphones in a basement and don't really sometimes get to understand that we are reaching thousands of people out there right? <laughs> kind of forget about that sometimes, especially when you're sitting across from me looking like that and smiling. I'm sorry. <laughs> you make me lose my train of thought. So Carmen, when she sat in her chair, she she double smiled at me. She's wearing a short shirt, a short dress with no nothing underneath. So I got the double smile. I just got out of the shower. I know. I like it. <laughs> um, then on Saturday, we kind of, well, Carmen's got a new quest. <laughs> We had to leave and go to a liquor store. Well, I should back up because on Friday night driving to the hotel, we had to stop at two different liquor stores, neither one of which had what you were looking for. So on Saturday, we got up, we had our little coffee, and um, well, we, we hung out and recorded some show. And then we went to another liquor store, which is the, the Walmart of liquor stores. The place is huge. It's got everything. And they didn't have it. They didn't have it, but they had a... A similar flavor. So your new love is this imported apple schnapps. It's delicious. Thank it, you, Mrs. Monroe. It's not like a super sweet. It's almost like a crisp apple. Yeah, it's really good. It is. It's very tasty. It's almost like it tastes like an apple whiskey almost. It's that kind of crisp apple flavor. So. Yeah. It's not syrupy. 
So yeah, you didn't find the one you were looking for, but you found a good substitute. Yep, that was my drink for the evening. Yep, so we did not uh, partake in any of the games they had going on throughout the day. They did a little meet and greet, and they did some speed dating and that kind of stuff. And Well, Lance had to go be with his daughter for a little bit, so Laura hung, hung out, out with, with us, us yep. and went to the liquor store, and then we... Um, Popped in and had lunch. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. We so. grabbed, grabbed some lunch while we were out and then came back to the hotel. And by that time, we were just kind of sitting around for a while. And then it's yeah. like, oh, I suppose we get better get ready for dinner. Yeah. I'm <laughs> um, trying to think of anything else during the day on Saturday. Probably not. No. It, it was a pretty uneventful day for us other than more people arriving at the hotel and, and you know, the people that couldn't be there on Friday night and saying hi to them and catching up with a lot of old friends and. Just the normal stuff that we do at hotel takeovers. Yeah, just sitting and chatting. Yep. Saturday night, we got dressed uh, in our Halloween costumes. You went as a fairy, and I went as Captain Hook. Captain Hook was a sex toy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Had the hook toy. Um, and your fairy costume was phenomenal. Thank you. Little ass was hanging out of that thing. <laughs> mm, it was yummy. <laughs> got lots Thanks. of compliments. Thank you. Uh, lots of great costumes for the uh, the Halloween takeover, man. I saw some really inventive stuff. It was kind of neat. Oh, yeah. A lot of great costumes. And the other problem I want to put out there for Halloween takeovers, I don't know if you noticed them or not. I was down in the dining room, and we were down there for quite a while because they had some hors d'oeuvres, and we had some cocktails, and then we had dinner, and then there was a raffle, and you know we kind of hung out there for quite some time. There was this super cute blonde dressed as a skeleton. Mm-hmm. She had like the, the black tights, you know, with the skeleton on. And she was with a guy who was also dressed as a skeleton, but he had a skeleton mask on. So we couldn't see you. And the mask was hinged. So he was eating and drinking through the... He never took the mask off. I couldn't see if it was somebody you might be interested in or not. <laughs> he stayed in costume the entire dinner. Well... Like so, that's part of the problem with Halloween. You can't see people sometimes if they wear a mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, dinner wise, we sat down next to another brand new couple. Yeah, they just they popped in and said, "Can we sit here?" Absolutely, of course. Have a seat. That was their very first takeover as well. They had never been to one, um, so it was kind of cool to sit and talk to them and get their perspectives on things and. I invited them. I told them, I said, you know, everybody goes after this. You know, there's some dancing and stuff. And, and the late parties up on the fourth floor. I don't think I ever saw them up there. I did not. I don't know if they made it up there or not. Yeah, we <laughs> didn't stay down for much dancing. No, well, you had to go up and do an outfit change because your fairy costume was... Oh, so itchy. Uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How attractive is it to walk around, like, scratching your belly and itching your boobs? <laughs> and I couldn't wait to get out of my shirt because prior to the evening, <laughs> I had gotten it wet. I had gotten out of the shower and put my shirt on. It was still wet. So I was going to dry the spot that was showing through real quick. And so I was going to use the hairdryer. Yeah, don't use a hairdryer on cheap ass whatever that stuff's made out of Halloween costume pirate shirts. It melted it. It melted the damn shirt and burned me a little bit. <laughs> It's like, holy shit. So I had a hole in my shirt. I had to get out of that. Yeah. So we came up and changed really quick and went back down to... And Carmen got lots of compliments on her outfit change. Yeah. You're wearing what? Chains and a thong and pasties. (laughs) I think that's the best way to describe it. No, it wasn't chains. It was like... The the silver things are chains, kind of. Small chains. No, it was just little tiny rhinestones on like hmm. very loose fishnet material, like <laughs> very, netting. Like, yeah, like inch by inch fishnet. Yeah, very very loose. So. But it's it just barely drapes over. And you were initially not going to change because you couldn't wear that outfit down in the dining room because your boobs would have been out. I put pasties on. So you threw some pasties on, and we went down. <laughs> <laughs> Called it a day. Uh, Saturday night, more of the same for us. We, we hung around and chatted with quite a few people out in the hallway and in our room. Um, got to meet some more people standing out in the hallway that we hadn't talked to before. We did get to catch up with, um, well, actually the very first couple that, uh, we planned 
Temptation Meaches in December with. <laughs> yeah. And we were all just kind of bummed because there was actually two other couples that were also there that were supposed to be on that trip with us. I totally three, yeah. Yeah, and we were just kind of like, oh. <laughs> yeah, we're officially canceled. Yeah, we did call the resort and officially canceled. Those guys, I think they're trying to go to one of the other Temptation resorts. So Yeah, but they actually got a cancellation letter. They got a cancellation email. We did not wait the day. So Yeah, well, and I wonder because some people said, that were booked in our trip said, hey, we just got our cancellation email. It was like the day after I canceled. It was the same day. Or the same day, but it was yeah. later in that afternoon. So I don't know. Did we cancel two hours too early? I don't know. I don't know. Don't care. Uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, it is definitely officially not opening on our dates, which were December 3rd through the 10th. So as far as when it's opening, nobody knows. It is a giant mystery at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. So our fingers are crossed for next year sometime. Who knows? <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. So we chatted with them for a little bit. Yeah. We sat and talked to them and uh, actually two of the other couples that are going with us, we spent some time with on Saturday. So that was kind of cool to get to talk to them and, and hang out a little bit. And then uh, that was kind of it for our outside the room activities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we decided to uh, go in our room and have a little fun for the two of us. Because you know what? We haven't had a whole lot of chances to do that at home recently we because haven't. of everything that's going on. I know. So we had some some real fun. We did. So about <laughs> 10 o'clock. It was early. 10, 1030, somewhere around there. We closed the door. And played for a while. Yeah. We had some fun. We did have some fun. And we also knew we had a shitload to come back home to and do on Sunday, so we didn't want to be up until 3, 4 in the morning. Um, We wanted to get up on Sunday morning and get out of there and feel halfway decent, not like a truck hit us, because that's how we usually feel on the Sunday after a takeover. (laughs) Right. Um, So we could actually get home and, and get some stuff done prior to the week starting. Yeah, so Sunday morning we were up and packed up and out the door by 9 a.m. and off to grocery shop and said our goodbyes and said, "All right, we got it." Yeah, we went grocery shopping on Sunday morning because we haven't had a chance to do that. Right. Um, and we just knocked that out quick and came home and put everything we could away and work, 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 work. Yay us! And we've been doing it ever since. We have. So how showing this house is very stressful mm-hmm. because you want to make sure everything is perfect and clean and the place looks great and you want them to want your house which we are very clean people anyways well, of course. but it's still that okay you use the sink dry it out every it, single time you use the sink it better be dried out because i don't want water spots in it yeah <laughs> I mean, you know. you know, they're they're coming to look at the house. I'm hiding our dirty laundry in the lo- in the washer. I don't want it sitting in a clothes basket in the in the bedroom. And it's not even enough load to wash. No, but I don't want it sitting out. It's that kind of stuff. And then you, I was thinking about it because we have this door in our bathroom that was always a problem. It never really shut right, and it never bothered us. We don't care. It's in the downstairs basement bathroom. It closes. It just doesn't latch all the way, and we never thought of it. But then all of a sudden we're like, oh, we started freaking out about that door. And you and, fixed it. And we go, yeah, and we got to fix it. We gotta, and I, I ended up fixing it, and now it works perfectly. But then I started thinking, you know, we looked at 10, 15 different houses. Not once did I walk in a bathroom and close the door behind me. <laughs> never. Right? Not one time. <laughs> Nobody would have never noticed that damn bathroom door. <laughs> Until it went for inspection, and then they noticed. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's... <laughs> That's the kicker. You you end up doing a lot of shit like that that nobody's ever going to notice except you. And you're the only person that knows, oh, there's a cobweb in that corner. I got to get it out of the back of the garage. I know. (laughs) And yeah. As I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, there's kitty dust bunnies. I need to vacuum those (laughs) along the bar. Um, There's kitty dust bunnies everywhere because kitty <laughs> that's that's all i can say it's kitty she's been pretty decent so far there's been a, a showing or two and she's left the people alone i think i don't know we're not here when they show the house so yeah 
But you know what? She's the greeter, and she says, welcome, meow, hi. Yeah, Carmen won't let me sell her with the house, so. No. (laughs) No, we are not selling my cat with the house. All right, guys. Well, um, as you know, we are super busy, so we're going to get back at it. But we did get one interview in, um, and it was with Lance and Laura. We covered some really good and interesting topics. So Lance keeps a list of stuff he wants to talk about on this show. And yet he did not bring it. And he didn't bring it. But we still got some good topics, uh, I think, that we covered. And I I hope you're going to enjoy this interview. But I should mention this, too. A special shout-out to Tom and Bunny. Um, Tom's Trips is a lifestyle travel agency, and they were at this hotel takeover. They they traveled the country going to different hotel takeovers. They've got a YouTube channel as well. You might want to check them out on there. Um, and we got a chance to sit and talk to them for, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And really nice people. Really, it, it was interesting to talk to them about the travel industry because they went through 2020 as travel agents. Yeah. And that was not fun. <laughs> And somehow they've managed to avoid the debacle that is Temptation Meaches. They did not have anybody booked there, thankfully, for October. Right. <laughs> so talk to them a little bit about that and, uh, and their perspectives on things. It was just kind of cool to sit and talk to them. So you might want to go check them out. Like I said, they've got a YouTube channel, and it's Tom's Trips um, is their travel agency, and they specialize in lifestyle-type travel, yeah. so desire hedonism, that kind of stuff. All right, well, let's get on with the interview, shall we? We shall. All right, here's Lance and Laura. We are sitting here right now with a couple of people we haven't had on the show in quite a while. Actually, it was probably the last JR's Halloween takeover. I don't know if we were even on then, were we? When we were downstairs at the setup in front of the banquet room there. and those. When there was the medical emergency. Was that the last Halloween one? I don't remember. I don't either. They all run together. So, Lance and Laura, guys, welcome back to the show. Hello. How are you guys doing? We are great. It's good to see you again. As it is to uh, see you guys. So I'm just going to say, Lance, go ahead. He's, he's been telling us for like a year. He's oh, got no, all this stuff he wants on, to come on the show on the and talk now. about. <laughs> um, it's been too long. I forgot half of it. But, um, did you leave your running list at home? I did, actually. <laughs> I do have a list of things that we need to talk about. but Yeah, you didn't bring it, so no, here we I are. I wasn't prepared. I didn't know I was going to be on the show. So how was last night for you guys? Good. Yeah? It's always fun here at JR's. Yeah, it is. It's a good time, and we saw some shit. <laughs> we saw some stuff, yeah, that's for sure. We heard some stuff. We were uh, sitting here having a conversation. It was us four and a couple other people in the room, and outside the door, well, the ball kicking started. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> There's a, a couple here that that's their thing, and no kink shaming if it's... Does it for you, you go for it. But they were doing it right outside our door. Of course, any guy that sees that cringes. And you just hear... Yeah, it's it's loud. It's kind of a mood killer for me. <laughs> makes, it, makes it kind of suck up inside a little bit. <laughs> See, no more, no more! And it's, then, it, it's intriguing. I mean, I want to watch it, but I don't want to watch it. Yeah, it's... I want to uh, watch it more than I don't want to hear it does that make sense do you need noise canceling headphones oh there you go you can yeah. just put some headphones it's, it's on the noise i think is what makes it huh yeah i don't know it was it's interesting to it, it's, it's intriguing to me because i don't understand it i i can't get in that mindset so to see somebody else that gets so much enjoyment out of it it's it's Intriguing, I guess. I'm always curious about those types of things. Now, something new that happened last night that we hadn't seen before is a woman partook in it. So yes. the the wife of the ball kicking couple. Um, <laughs> it's got to be a better term for it than that, <laughs> it, right? Um, she actually did it on another female and was kicking the vagina. Yeah, and apparently. <laughs> She really, really liked it. Apparently, she got pretty turned on by it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty obvious. Yeah, we had not seen that one before, so you want to try it? No. No. <laughs> I've been flogged by Carmen. I don't want to be kicked by her. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, you want your vagina kicked? <laughs> no, but I'm kind of intrigued by the idea of doing it. Yeah, I could see. But then that's just, you know, my... <laughs> Sadistic side? Yeah. 
Um, and then shortly after that, we saw full-fledged sex going on right outside our room, which we don't see a whole lot in the hallways here at, at the takeovers usually. Not usually. Yeah. So that was something a diff- little different last night. There was a couple in here with us, and I think they're fair little bit newer. I think this is their very first takeover, and they were kind of... I think that they just seemed uneasy with it going on right out there. I don't know. No, I don't think because they weren't in here for the the sex going on okay. outside. It was. I think it was the sound of the ball kicking that was making her uneasy. It makes me uneasy. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So that was night one. <laughs> here we are on day number two. I don't know. It's what eleven o'clock now, and and hardly anybody is out in those hallways. It's pretty quiet right now. I think it went pretty late last night. So everybody we called it early. Recovering. Yeah, we were in bed by midnight. It wasn't very late for us. But, well, it's actually really late for you. Right. Well, you know, it's Friday night. You work the day before, or that day. Right. So, I was tired. So, guys, what have you been up to? I mean, it's been forever <laughs> since we've talked to you on the show. How's, how's life been treating you? Busy. Yeah? Yeah, it's kind of gotten away. Yeah. With the uh, work and life and stuff? Yeah, or, or yeah work and life is getting lifestyle. in the way of the okay. lifestyle stuff. Yeah. So we've kind of slowed down a little bit. But, I mean, we're still here. We're still doing things. Absolutely. But but uh, it's getting to be hotel season. So we'll be <laughs> more active, I'm sure. Summer's always slow down a bit. There's a lot more going on in the summer. Yeah, everybody's got family stuff going. And there's always summer part regular vanilla summer parties and... People want to go camping and vacationing and all that stuff, so it's it's tough to make those connections sometimes during the summer. So you guys did go to Sonora at the same time we did. What yeah. were your thoughts of Sonora? I loved it. It was a fantastic place. Um, I liked the setup of it. I liked the whole the dunes, the the uh, clubhouse, the the after parties. It was it was a good time. I'll go back. What did you think of your cabin? Cabin was nice, actually. It was uh, roomy, uh, roomy enough. Right. I uh, had a, I don't know what size the bed was, but and a little table and refrigerator and uh, enough for uh, a couple chairs and yeah. So it was about the same size as ours. Yeah, I think it was the exact same setup as yours. Yeah. Okay. We you were guys just... were kind of tucked back in the woods. We were tucked so. back yeah. in the woods, and I liked it back there because it was quiet. And... So tips for anybody that's going there, I, I would say number one on my list. Don't dick around with not renting a golf cart. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely do it. Even even that first night, if, if you don't get there until after work, it's worth paying for the golf cart for that yeah. that day because uh, it, it's such a large place. And you don't want to miss the dunes. I mean, you, Yeah, and, and that's real. I mean, you could walk out there, I guess, but you don't want to. <laughs> no, it would take a, it, it'd take a good half hour probably to walk back there. Yeah, it's a hike to get back there. Well, and not only that, but... Doing it at night, people coming around the corners and all that kind of stuff, it'd be really easy to get turned around. I got lost many times. Yeah. Well, so did we, but because you're in a golf cart, you're like, eh, we'll just turn this way. We'll but go this way. You do that on foot, and you're like, oh, well, now I have to walk another 20 minutes and <laughs> figure out which way to go. Or they're calling the uh, local news channel because you're missing. <laughs> Right. <laughs> got lost out there in Sasquatch, got gotcha. you. Helicopters are hovering. <laughs> Any other, I'm trying to think of what else we could recommend. We haven't talked about Sonora in such a long time now. What else uh, can we recommend to people if they're thinking about going there? I think just the golf cart and... Make sure you pack enough booze. <laughs> ah, there's a liquor store <laughs> close by. We had fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, the, the is ladies had to make enough room. booze. Yeah, probably not, especially no. when you're camping. Well, and they sell it there at the at the clubhouse, but only beer and wine. I think I don't not hard yeah. liquor. So you had to make your run to get your whiskey. Yeah. Um, plan on taking off work the day that you go because it was a good four hour drive for us. Yeah, roughly. I mean, it's a hike. Half, yeah. Um, what else, guys? Anything else going on? If not, I'm going to get into a topic. I can't think of anything that is worth sharing. <laughs> well, 
One of the things Lance had brought up uh, just before we got on the air was signaling your partner. Okay. So let's talk about that for a little bit because this is a, a an interesting topic. When you're in a situation, whether it be a hotel party like this and there's tons of people around or you're maybe out on a, a date with another couple, how do you let your partner know what's going on in your head? Either, yeah, these guys are great, let's go, or no, I'm not into it. <laughs> And, and you know how do you, do you work with a code word? Do you how do you guys do it? I think we. I'm going to speak for Laura, and I'm sure she'll correct me. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, Laura's still trying to wake up. <laughs> but I think we use a lot of you know just facial communication. It's a lot easier to give the no, we're not interested signal than it is the yes, mm-hmm. we're possibly interested, or yes, let's do this. And I think that's one thing that couples, especially that have been in this a long time and have a good rock solid relationship like like you guys do, you can read your partner. You you've developed that nonverbal communication over the years, and you can kind of see what's going on. Well, I think too, um, you can read the other person's vibe. Like, what kind of signals are they portraying to that other couple? And how comfortable do they appear to be with that couple? Or and it's backfired before. I mean, I've we've got cross signals before, and sure, and not. I don't want to say made a mistake, but we mm-hmm. did something that we weren't both on, on the board, same page but, yeah. on, and and it happens. You know, it happens in the lifestyle. You sure, just, it's then it comes down to a communication thing, and, and well, and hey, for let's me, learn from it. Yeah, and for me, with you, she's tough sometimes because she's just so friendly and outgoing with everybody. Sometimes I can see that and go, oh, wow, she's really into this couple when she's not, <laughs> not, you know, sexually, but she is, she likes them as people, but, you know, it doesn't translate as well because you're like that with everybody. It's hard to read. I know. I'm sorry. You should be. <laughs> Have you met Laura? She's exact opposite. Yeah. I mean, she likes people, but she doesn't show she's it. She's so reserved. Yeah. Until I like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so the, that kind of thing can get in the way sometimes when you're trying to figure out where to go next with somebody. Um, I like to, if we can, uh, I like to pull you aside sometimes and just have the conversation. Right. Um, we've done that. You know, we've been out on a, a date with a couple walking down the street, and I let them walk ahead a little bit and pull you back and say, "All right, what's going on? Are we, you know, are we good with these guys? Do we like this? Do we like that?" Um, or I've heard, I've never done this, but I've heard people at a restaurant, sometimes they will both excuse themselves and go, we got to go wash up or we got to go to the restroom or something, and then they'll go have a conversation. So I think, you you know, it's, it's important to do that kind of stuff and have that kind of communication, whether it's an actual conversation or whether it's the nonverbal stuff that you can pick up on um, and, and don't just assume. <laughs> but I think for us, it's, it's a little bit different because if we're going out to dinner for a couple, we don't play on the first date. Mm, generally. Generally. <laughs> it, that wasn't a date. Um, but we don't. Okay. We're going to talk about the definition of a date. <laughs> That's <Okay>. next. <laughs> right. So, you know, if you're, if you're out having dinner and it, it's a Friday night. Typically, we're not going to go and, and play or anything like that. So you have that moment to, on the drive home, yay or nay, right. what you think. And I think that's where, for us, it works well, rather than being a, a free-for-all kind of couple that, you know, the door is open and anybody can just walk in and, hey, my wife's on the bed. <laughs> Well, and I, I understand completely what you're saying, but I also think prior to that, it is important to have that communication because what happens if the other couple is super into you and, okay, they understand, yeah, you guys don't plan the first date, but we're going to try anyway. Hey, great dinner, guys. You want to come back to our place? We really, we really had fun. Do you want to come? And you got to be prepared on how to answer that question. I think so. Whether it's, uh, you know what, you know, we really enjoyed your company, but we're going to go home or, yeah, however you handle that. That's where you usually blame me and, oh, she's hit her wall. <laughs> so it's like 10 o'clock? <laughs> uh, 
what did we say last night? You passed your bedtime, and then you passed your dead time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think um, just be- like you said, you have that first date with them. You don't play on the first date. You go out, and you have a good time with them. You have that conversation on the way home. You talk about it for a week or two or whatever until you decide to go out with them again. Um, mm-hmm. But just because you've had the conversation, you say, okay, yeah, if it goes there, we're good with it. But you don't know how that second date's going to go. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we've gone out with people before where it's the first time was, you know, it was an okay first date. And you, you have the discussion, yeah, we'll go out with them again, and then they just turn into duds. Right. Or the opposite. The the first date was kind of, yeah, so-so. All right, we'll give them another shot. And then that second date, everybody's relaxed. You're, you're comfortable with one another. So everybody opens up, and all of a sudden, sparks fly. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> not fair to... to judge on that first meeting you know a lot of people are are nervous I, I, laura first time laura meets somebody she's not going to be open with them she's not going to be as comfortable as she is not as chatty as she is on a podcast right <laughs> giving you shit no. <laughs> she's waking up but i hate i hate to cut somebody short because right. of a first bad impression or unless it's absolutely horrible which we've all had those two <laughs> then you just say no thanks so let's talk but about gotta, that but you have to be prepared to on the other side of it you have to be prepared for the rejection right absolutely and not be offended by it because so, you're, everybody's not everybody's cup of tea and, and you're going to run into that probably more so than you run into the ones you click with so let's talk about rejection for a minute how do you a handle being on the giving end of that and the receiving end because you know sometimes yeah you're gonna meet couples that you just don't click with how do you politely bow out especially if they're really interested um you know it's it's one thing on a date i think if you're out with another couple things don't work and you can just kind of Okay, you know, th- thanks. Have a great. You know, we don't plan the first date. We're gonna go home and then kind of have a conversation and decide that yeah, they're not for us. It, it, I don't want to sound cowardly, but then you can just send a, a message. Hey, thanks for a great night, guys. I don't think this is gonna work out. Good luck to you in the future, kind of thing. I think that's the best way to handle those situations. That way, nobody's embarrassed in the moment. You know, you, you say something to somebody at a restaurant and say, oh, sorry, you guys, you're not our cup of tea. Now everybody's uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think it's important that you make that communication with them afterwards. And not just ghost. And, and not just ghost them because it happens so much. Yeah. Now, in these situations, like a hotel takeover, a little different scenario. There might be a, a, a couple who's interested in you, maybe fairly aggressive, and you're not interested in them. You got to shut it down right then and there mm-hmm. um, in, in a situation like this where there's, you know, you're at a hotel party and there's expectations of people playing and all that stuff. So I don't know. That's Laura doesn't one. have a problem letting anybody know that she's not. <laughs> <laughs> so if she doesn't say anything to you, you're better off. You're in a higher standing than if she does say something <laughs> bad to you. <laughs> I usually just find a way to quickly get away if I need to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, that's a good question for the ladies, though, because, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, let's face it, there's a lot of alcohol that goes on at at parties sometimes. There may be somebody who touches you, even if it's on your butt or even on your back or something that you're not comfortable with. How do you shut that down? Usually if it's my butter back, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. It's but just I've, a butt. Yeah. But I've had times where I'm walking down the hallway and somebody reaches out and grabs my boob. And I'm, it's everything I got not to whirl around and. and smack them. Yeah. Grab the, them by the nuts and just squeeze. For the most part, I just <laughs> let that slide, care. you know, because I. I chalk it up to everybody's drunk, mm-hmm. but if it continuously happens, yeah, then is when I start getting upset and I'll do something. But I try to be, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, fairly polite and just mm-hmm. keep walking. And that's what yeah. I do. And but I'm like, mm. okay. So in a situation like this, like we're at here at this hotel, where the majority of the party's in in the hallway, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people out there. Um. I walk when I walk down the hallway. I, I 
in a situation like this, I'll put my hand when I'm trying to get past somebody. I'll, if I'll put my hand on the small of her back, you know, like, hey, I'm I'm trying to squeeze through here. Right. I hope nobody takes offense to that. Right. I, I'm not asking permission. I'm just. I don't do that. I'm scooching at the mall. you out of the way. Yeah, I would do that at the mall, but I would I would do that here because mm-hmm. I'm just you know it's crowded and I'm just trying to squeeze through. I'm not getting fresh, right, or anything. <laughs> I think just in general, this is a more touchy feely crowd. Anyway, uh, I don't think anybody would take offense to that. Now you know the smaller your back's one thing is you grabbing an ass to move them out of the way. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, I mean you just kind of. <laughs> touch him and you're like excuse me and you squeeze through yeah right. I, and i've done that too i've walked up to somebody and just kind of put my hand on their shoulder and moved them a little bit and you know my proclivity for bare shoulders on females <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but it's it's literally just trying to get through the hallway so right i don't think there's anything wrong with that well and in here you can't get through the hallway without touching somebody no it's packed <laughs> you're gonna bump into something <laughs> yeah whether you want to or not, you're going to touch something at some point. <laughs> it's appreciated. <laughs> By some. By some, yes. Well, let's talk about the uh, the bullet we all dodged. You guys dodged it more than some, but um, December in uh, Dominican Republic, <laughs> you were originally thinking about going with us. <laughs> Uh-huh. And decided I, against it. I feel for you guys, but I am so glad that we <laughs> bowed out of that when we did. Smart move. I don't know how you saw the future, but it worked out well for you guys. Um, and actually, it, did, it didn't work out bad for us at all either because we didn't. We got lucky enough that we didn't have our airfare booked. So that's the big one people are losing out on. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, even, what, two months ago I was saying, man, I still kind of want to go. <laughs> and you guys were like, there's still time to book. Yeah, and <laughs> we were promoting the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, now if we got only... something to look forward to next year. Yeah, I guess. I, well, maybe, if maybe. they ever fucking open the place. Right. And will it be worth it? <laughs> yeah, that'll be the quick. Well, hopefully, you know, now we'll just sit back and watch and let, let somebody else be the guinea pigs for the, the, the few opening months and see how it goes. Hopefully. Right. <laughs> and it'll be interesting to hear what, People have to say compared to Cancun and Dominican. Yeah. Especially on the desire side of things. That's where I'm worried most because they are billing this as temptation and and desire is so much different than temptation as far as atmosphere and yeah, service and and everything you get with it. So I don't Mm. know. We'll have to wait and see. So talking about vacations, what do you think? Are we gonna get you down to Key West this year? I sure hope so. You know, I, Fantasy Fest is going on right now. Right? I know. I saw the I pictures. Know. I'm so sad. <laughs> there was a lot of talk that they weren't going to have it, that the city was going to put a stop to it. But really? But apparently it's still going on. I'm surprised at that. Be- well, obviously you got some conservatives down there, but I can't imagine. It's got to draw what thousands upon thousands of people to Key West. The, the boost for the economy has to be huge down there. It's a big crowd. I, I I've never been there for Fantasy Fest. I've seen lots of pictures, lots of videos of the parades and stuff like that. Uh, I'm looking forward to making it down there yeah. for Fantasy Fest sometime. But we'd have to book like two years in advance. I think. Yeah, you've got to book way to get far. a house or yeah anything because there's no real like big hotels or anything down there. It's all there's some, VRBOs. but yeah, you've got to book them so far in advance. Yeah, or some of them aren't in the right on like the. I don't know. Is it like the Strip? Uh, Duval keep, Street. Duval. I, yeah. yeah, I'm like, I couldn't think of the name of the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fun time, though. Even even non And honestly, I time. think if I would go to Key West, I would want to go during off-key, or off-fantasy fest weekends. You don't <laughs> would, deal well with crowds. Yeah, it's so packed and so much. I don't think you would get to experience Key West. You would you would you would experience the festival and all the party that that is, but I want to see Key West. I want to sit on a beach and drink a. Well, I think it'd be like going to New Orleans hurricane. too during Mardi Gras. Right. You know, you can't really check all the other stuff out because you're so busy with all the parties going on. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, back to Sonora. <laughs> yeah. The after parties. Oh yeah. At Sonora reminded me a lot of Key West. Oh really? The. The last party that we went to, the last after party we went to. Um, the one they, that had the bubble room? had the bubble room. Oh, yeah. Oh, the booth. phone party? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So 
that setup, that was that one guy's place, or was I, that yeah. multiple places? I think it was all one. Okay, it was a beautiful spot. Yeah, it was incredible. It, it was incredible. But uh, that gave me this the feeling of the bars in Key West, the open air bars like that. You got a fire pit area over yeah, here yeah. and something else, bars over here and something else. Yeah, huh. Uh, that'd be kind of cool to see. I, I really do want to get to Key West at some point just to experience it. Speaking of bubble room, that was the first thing Mrs. Monroe yeah. said as soon as we said pool. She's like, no, you gotta can have we a do a party. phone party? <laughs> He's like, I'm going to check in and see what kind of stuff that's going to do to my filters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know how bad that's going to screw a pool It might up. be worth it. <laughs> well, <laughs> this, this is true. <laughs> might also draw every neighbor around going where are these bubbles coming yeah. from <laughs> bubbles floating over nearby towns <laughs> big clouds of <laughs> sex bubbles <laughs> sex bubbles that's a band name hmm could be <laughs> hey speaking of uh, new inventions carmen invented a new drink <laughs> i did so, as you know, she puts her whiskey and, and various alcohols in little squeeze bottles to take to stuff like this because she just likes the ease of squirting. Putting it in a water bottle. The ease of squirting. The ease of squirting. <laughs> yeah. Squirting the liquor into a water bottle. But So, she was going to bring whiskey to this one. She inadvertently grabbed her bottle that was half full of spiced rum and filled it the rest of the way with whiskey. <laughs> She discovered that this morning. It's called risky. Yeah, we we had to shake it up and give it a try. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> so, I would drink it. Yep, the new drink is risky. <laughs> Yay me. You did good. Yep, it's going to be on bar menus everywhere here coming soon, I'm sure. Right? No. Uh, Laura, our... Laura was not a fan. So. <laughs> Laura no, but she like doesn't whiskey. like whiskey, though. <laughs> so... so on the rest of today's docket, we're going to grab some lunch and go get more booze. Yeah, Carmen found a new booze she wants to f- find, and, and there's a gigantic liquor store near here, so we're going to go over to that and see if they have it. and Grab some lunch while we're out. We're not partaking in. There's a there's a meet and greet and some speed dating going on here at the hotel a little bit later. We're not going to. We're going to kind of skip that and <laughs> jump out of here for a little bit and then come back. Yeah. Field trip. Field trip. Field there trip. You go. <laughs> Yay! Field Yay. trip. Man, Take that makes me her, that makes me the bus driver. <laughs> Alcohol store with a credit card. Yay! <laughs> we can't buy too much booze, honey. No, Laura's buying it all if she's got the credit card. <laughs> right? No, we can't buy too much booze because that means we have to move booze. Or drink we have it. to drink it. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So well, it was, yeah, it was great seeing you guys again. Yeah, I'm so um, glad you were able to come on the show. It's finally. been a long time since we've been on the show. No kidding. Um, you guys get settled in your new location, and, and we'll uh, come and say hi again. Yeah, absolutely. We're actually, I think, we're gonna have a permanent studio site in the new house. So, looking forward to that. I don't have to keep setting up and tearing down shit all the time. <laughs> right. We can just go back and go. Oh, here we're gonna sit here. It'll be substandard, though, because it won't have the uh, plexiglass window. And... <laughs> well, the whole point of setting it up in a back room somewhere where nobody sees it is so that when our family comes over and goes, oh, what's this? <laughs> All right. I'll give it to you. Well, we do a little show. It's about puppies. <laughs> it's puppies. <laughs> hey, there's some boobs. All right. We got some boobs on the show. What time is it? 9, 11 o'clock? Oh, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for showing me your tits. And (laughs) you're welcome. (laughs) I'm sure we will see you soon. Go have fun out there. See ya. Always good to talk to Lance and Lars. Of course. Some of our oldest lifestyle friends, guys. We met them like right off the bat. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like they were some of our first interviews. Yeah, they were some of the first people on the show because they were at that very first house party. Uh Uh-huh. The, the very first one we ever did where we took the, the show on the road. Was that it? No, that was after the hotel takeover. The it hotel was. takeover was the first time we went out on the road. Right. Yeah. So. And then John and Rosemary put on the house party. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we've known those guys forever and just love love those two. 
And uh, thank you so much for coming on the show and uh, spending some time with us at this recent takeover. Thank you. <laughs> Love you guys. All right, guys. Well, unfortunately, we have decided to not go to a New Year's Eve takeover. Um, we've got so much shit going on with the new house and the holidays, and it's just going to be boom, 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 back to back. We wanted to spend this first New Year's kind of in our new house, relaxed uh-huh. <laughs> and not going somewhere. So uh, we won't be going to any New Year's takeovers this year. It's okay. First time in a long, first time in probably four years we haven't been to a New I Year's know. party outside of the the house. Yeah. I know. You going to be able to deal with just me hanging out? Well, we had the one house party here for New Year's. <laughs> yeah, was there not a takeover no, that year or something? There wasn't a must takeover have been something that year. happening. Yeah, because we did have we had the hellacious house party here. <laughs> yeah, we blew circuits on the circuit board and all kinds <laughs> of fun stuff. <laughs> so yeah, um, and uh, guys, honestly, I would love to say you w- we'll see you next week, but I can't guarantee anything at this point because of. We don't know our schedule. We don't know showing schedules. If somebody says they want to come and look at the house on show night, we're not doing a show. Right. (laughs) Sorry. Love you guys, but no. No, we'll try to sneak one in on a night that we don't have anything going, but we're kind of boring right now. Yeah. You know, it's, it's life stuff. And you guys all probably understand this because you have your own life stuff that happens where the lifestyle kind of has to take a backseat for a minute. Um... And that's kind of where we're at at this moment. I can give you a little lifestyle stuff, though, just just to wet your whistle. I'll, I'll describe Carmen. She's sitting here tonight looking beautiful in her little strappy sundress with her nipples poking through it. You're welcome. <laughs> Shoulders exposed. Because <laughs> that's your favorite. Boing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, guys, so honestly, I don't know if we'll be back next week for an all-new show, but we sure hope to be so, and we'll let you know when we do it, I guess. (laughs) You'll see it just pop up. Surprise! Please reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. It is MidwestThreesome at gmail.com. That's Midwest, the number three, S-O-M-E at gmail.com. You can find us on SLS under Lake S Couple and on Facebook. It's under Midwest Menage a Trois on there. We will see you when we see ya. Bye-bye.